Welcome to Men Are Nuts, a podcast about mental health, emotional health, psychological health, physical health, awareness in men, women and society. First, it started with MAN, the acronym for Men Are Nuts. And we have a very special guest on the show for you today. And we're neighbours, well, kind of neighbours, I don't say neighbours in, in the kind of physical sense, but we're neighbours. He's living close by. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, uh, I am uh, Dr. Gerald Mayer, Abraham Gerald Mayer. I am a psychologist, a cognitive psychologist, but I have a PhD in physiology and in psychology. So my concern have always been about what we call man in the loop, mind and body. And that's what I am involved in different capacities. Yeah, and your, your accent, where, where, are you, where are you from? Let listeners know where you're from. No, nobody's perfect. In another life, I was born a frog in France. <laughs> then I moved to America. Uh, and after America, I moved to Israel, where I am now involved. Uh, my, uh, I still have a company on my uh, clinic in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, but uh, I am, uh, my activity is in all the research development on international uh, Activities have been moved to Israel, where I live now. Uh, I forgot to tell you, I am the CEO of a company called uh, Mindful Choice, which is doing mind-focused coaching and mind-focused therapy. It's an intervention to teach people to react based on their mind and not based on their emotion. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I am also the CEO of the, and founder of the Mental Wellness Society. Okay, I know everything. Fantastic. Well, not yet. I'm sure we're going to find out. <laughs> so, um, you're, in, you're, you're in Israel. Um, how is Israel? For listeners out there that don't know where Israel is, can you kind of tell them a little bit about Israel and where it is in the map? And It's a, it's a tiny little spot uh, in, uh, with a border with Jordania the border of Egypt, the border of Syria, on the border of Lebanon, and then you have the sea. So that's where we are. Right, okay. We are, we are, we are geographically the beginning of Asia, uh, but uh, economically, uh, we are part of the Middle East, but involved in many, many European programs and international programs. What's what's Israel like? What's it like as a place? Is it is it is it is it green? Is it is it like some of the other places like where I am now, where it's very um, land, dust, and things like that? And it's, in, it, it's in the middle of the desert, but yes, there is green, there is forest, there is a lot of things because we have developed two technology we are, which allows us to do that. Right. One is to make desalinization of the sea water to make it a water where we can use it for uh, uh, shower, washing dishes, washing uh, uh, our garments and, every, and everything and also to give water for the plant. And uh, so, that's, so it's uh, desalination but also drop by drop uh, we have tube everywhere uh, because we have little drop of water going uh, on the helping uh, everything to be greener, drop by drop. Right. 
So that's another technology we have. So no, it's very green. It's a beautiful country. Uh, we have snow sometimes in winter in an area. Uh, we have, uh, it's a tiny country. Yeah. It's uh, what, uh, uh, 100 kilometers by large by 300 kilometers long. Uh, only a population of uh, close to 9 million people. Right. And everybody, 90% of the population have been vaccinated of COVID. And since Sunday, no more masks in the street. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because for listeners out there, again, this, this is obviously going to be played in the future. We've been for a, a, a virus or pandemic or, or going through this thing for the last year. Um, and I heard that, I read that, I think I saw somewhere, you know, I don't really watch the news, but I saw something about Israel being full foot and everybody's on the streets cheering and clapping and things like people were getting out and about. Is that true? What do you mean? People were out on the, from what I saw on the, on, I think it was a news, somewhere, some outlet, it was on, I don't know if I, was, I saw it on the thing, but it might be on the, on the internet where they said that Israel had been vaccinated. A lot of people were cheering and happy and they were they were out it's nearly open now and people are out on the yeah yeah everything everything is open now everything is open there is a big concern of community uh community pre- preservation on wellness yeah. and uh, there is also a big uh, sense of helping each other and doing a lot of uh, things to because uh, the our only way to exist is to have all the people in Israel to exist. Yeah. Uh, so we protect each other. Yeah. Yeah. How have you how have you found how have you found um, have you how have you found people's mindset have they changed since last year? Like you said, they're trying to help each other. Was that something that had a community thing before, or is it more? Is it coming? Is it is it more now? Always. It's always. Always. Been. Always, uh, on, on, on more and more, because uh, people see the advantage we have uh, by helping each other and being concerned of each other. And uh, so, but, uh, so, you know, it's a startup country. It's a technology country. It's a country of a lot of company on the, on the stock exchange. It's a very modern country. Uh, and... Uh, but uh, with very ancient tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, um, you, you've, you've done a. We spoke about. We spoke kind of brief yesterday about the, your kind of journey. How do you see? How does? How do you see um, mental health and the stigma that surrounds it? Is it something that is to the fore in your mind? Is it something that you, that is kind of recognising is in Israel? You know what. What, how's, how's, what's it like for you there in terms of mental health? Mental health concept. Yes. The stigma surrounding is an old is, is an old concept. Uh, health concept is an old concept. Because you are born, uh, it starts at the left of your computer screen. Uh, you are born, you become a bigger boy, and one day you have a problem and we'll fix you. And the health professional will make a diagnostic, uh, an evaluation, a diagnostic, a pronostic, 
an intervention, maybe surgery, maybe pills. But in that system, the client, which is called a patient, is totally inert. He is not even reactive because he is not involved in the process of getting better. And at best, it will be put back to what he was uh, before the problem came. The wellness concept is a concept based on start outside your right of your screen of your computer. Being what, where do you want to be? What's your destination? What do you want to do? What are your goals? And from there, we help you to get there. So the client the, is, is in fact at the center of the wellness concept because you choose. It's a choice. Yeah. You choose your, the type of well-being you want. And our system, Mindful Choice, is teaching that everything you do is a matter of choice and everything in your life is a matter of choice, including your misery. Because if you choose, you can change. And then your past does not condition your future. But you need at that moment to think about the present and not continue to think about your past. You need to move on. And if you had problem in your past, not to think about the future being anxious. Because if you do that, thinking about in the present about the past, you multitask. But if you think about the past problems that you will have again in the future, you triple multitask. Yeah. And you, your brain is not available, your mind is not available to think about what is a good choice to do now. Yeah. What is important is now, in this second, what you will do. We take 47,000, we make 47,000 decisions a day. How many do you remember? Very few. Because they are not made by your mind, they are made by your brain. They are automatized by what we call the reptilian brain that we have in common with all the mammalian. And it's based on the reaction of flight, fight, freeze. But it is not based on choice because the choice comes from the new brain called uh, where is the prefrontal cortex, where you think, you analyze, you choose. So what we teach people is to think in a better way, not to think with your emotion because it's not thinking, it's reacting, but to think with your all your mind and to think in an intelligent way and then you get much more results. The decision made by flight, fight, freeze, the, the mammalian uh, response is close to 95, 97% of the time. Right. It's subconscious. Yeah. So we teach people to be conscious of their choice, to be conscious and to realize what are their options. So we teach them to observe, to look more about what there is to observe, to be knowledgeable of what happened, to be aware if they do this, what happened, if they do that, what happened, and to make it to a choice between two options. I do this or I do that. That's one choice. So that choice, we can make choice, but humans are not equipped to make more than one choice out of two, two possibilities. Yeah. And if you try three possibilities, then you are back in uh, flight, fight, freeze, depending of your your uh, your makeup, yeah. the way you are made. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. And and so what what has made what because we spoke about something yesterday, and I'd like to bring that up a bit later about 
the, the training that you did with, um, it was, which was very um, interesting. The training that you you did with, you did a, you know, you did a big project and all that sort of stuff. So I'd like to talk that let's talk about that in a minute. What was you growing up as a child and everything like that? What have you always wanted to be someone that wanted to help people? No, I always wanted to change the world. And I have always found that the life is something when you learn something every day. And a day where you don't learn something to me is a, is a day lost. Yeah. So I don't like to lose a day because your time is counted. Uh, time is something you don't control. Uh, you have a certain time every day. You do something with it. And if you don't, you lose that time. So, uh, I always have been concerned by time and action, doing things, changing things. Because, because humans are made on earth to improve the planet, not to make it worse. And I believe that we should all work to make this world a better world and not to make it uh, much difficult. And you, have you always thought that, as a, even as a child, was that something that you, they call it? Uh, I, I was fascinated by how people think. What is the brain? How do you see? How, how do you see what you see? Physically, I mean in the law of physics, how do you see? Because you see waves. How do you hear? And uh, I became specialized in physiology. And then I realized that physiology, to explain how people behave physiology, does not explain all that. And to explain how people behave by psychology does not explain all that. But if you learn both, you will have a pretty good idea about uh, human behavior, human reaction, and how people go. And it took me to interesting things because at one point in my career, I was involved in as director of economic development uh, for uh, countries. Uh, I was involved in trend and forecast because you need to be curious, but you need to be knowledgeable that things change, they have trends, and things are moving, and you have mega trends, and that's very important to know how the world is moving and how the world is evolving. So, uh, so from a, so you've always been, you would say you've always been into like science and things like that as a child, as a young person. Human, human science. Human science. Humans. Human in human science. Right. What relates to human? So you, including, including, including uh, software engineering, because you can understand how a binary process works, and you can explain a lot of things, uh, and and develop systems which can help human to be more productive. Yeah, and and so we're saying that then, as because I imagine you as a as a young person, as a child as well, a bit of a deep thinker. Were you always a bit of a deep thinker? A big doer. <laughs> I start. Uh, I, I, I was an athlete, and I was doing a lot of competition yeah. in rugby, in weightlifting, in wrestling, yeah. uh, horse riding. I, I was a very active person, a sportsman, yeah. and I was fascinated to know how can I improve. And I realized that if I don't think the night before a competition that I will be on the podium, 
I will not be on the podium. Mm. And then I realized very early the power of your mind. And yeah. that's what I did when I was older. That's interesting because did you get that from somewhere? Did somebody kind of, not not the fact that you wanted, you were interested in these things, but the part where you spoke about being, you, you it's almost like, what the word now, where you, you, you think, you think before you kind of, no, you kind of analyse and look and think, I'm going to be there, I want to be over there, and I'm going to get there no matter what. I'm going to be the number one, I'm going to be on the podium, I'm going to be the winner. Um, it's that thing of kind of power, power of suggestion as well. It gives you, give you motivation, but it's not all. Because I believe that you don't choose a book, a book comes to you. Uh, you go in the library, you choose to go in the library to extend your arm and to look at one area yeah. and you take a book so the book came to you yeah. uh, and uh, it's the same for a lot of things there is things you found your job you found your career it come to you. you 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 are not necessarily born knowing what you will do in, as a career but it come to you based on your interest and abilities yeah yeah so you basically taken the, 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 um, the things that you want to learn about and know about, you kind of put them into sport, in, a, in a sports realm as well because you were doing sports at the time. You've kind of put that mindset uh, into I, sports. I, I always have been what you call a subject matter person. Yeah. Uh, I, in sport, I try to see how can we improve, uh, uh, how can we improve performance. But in psychology, how can you improve your judgment? How can you be more calm? How can you be peaceful? How can you make better decisions? For me. Yeah. And because I am a system person, I was able to look at it and develop it for the people. Wow. Wow. So you're, you're, so then you, 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 you go to college, university. Um, you've gone, you've said you've gone different parts of the world and you've taken on big, um, big big projects you've what made you want to travel is it is it again that same thing about wanting knowledge i move uh, when i was what i was 35 years old to yeah. america because i realized that i could not grow and do the type of life and project i could do in europe uh, and I went to America with the American dream. <laughs> and, uh, and in America, yes, I, I became uh, the director of uh, human factor research at University Carnegie Mellon, yeah. which is number one exico with uh, MIT in, in uh, software engineering. I became then uh, the, the senior advisor to Carnegie Mellon Research Institute. Uh, and then I became, I proposed Congress to improve uh, professional drivers in America. And I got an appropriation. I developed a research living laboratory uh, and where we made some research and we found some fascinating discoveries, which I'm continuing my life based on those discoveries. Let's tell, let's tell the listeners about because we, we we spoke a little, uh, briefly about this yesterday. Tell the listeners about this the project and and what it is that because this is very interesting about what you learned about 
um, the drivers and, and the most successful and the ones that are not successful? Our, our mission was to help professional drivers to know how to select them and train them better. Police pursuit, ambulance driver, truck driver, and fire truck driver. Yeah. So we analyze that they have different type of stress which brings them to have tunnel vision effect. Tunnel vision effect is when you see what is here, but you lose the vision of what is here. Yes. It's a physiological consequence of a psychological stress. But in doing so, we realized that 97% of the truck driver that we had uh, had non-diagnosed ADHD. So the government asked us to specialize in that field. And first, we tried to compare ADHD population with non-ADHD population, thinking non-ADHD population can, can not follow their impulse or their inattention. They can, non-ADHD population can pay attention, not be impulsive. Yeah. That was wrong. That was wrong. Because every human is a mammalian. And every mammalian under stress is reacting with flight, fight, freeze, yeah. equally, equally. Yeah. So now we realize that ADHD are always in that situation, but regular population are often in that situation. Yeah. So we, we started to research more how we can teach people not to act on their impulse and to pay more attention. And we discovered a, a, a breakthrough in science, the apparatus to develop to, to develop that was costing $3 million, right. a big part of my $18 million budget. Uh, and uh, we discovered that you always end up where you look. And you don't look with your eyes, you look with your mind also. Yeah. So if you look at a problem, and you, and you fix your look on that problem, you end up in the problem. But if, despite the problem, I teach you to look at the solution, which is counterintuitive for a mammalian, uh, but if I teach you to reason, then you will look at the solution and you will not have a problem. So that was the first discovery. And it, it was very important. We, we really improved people. The second discovery was that we were very good in for people to learn because we had simulator, we had modern technology, very, they were learning. But we realized that learning is stressful. Yeah. And what you, and, and what you learn under stress, you don't retain well. And to change is painful. And, so it's more than stress, it's pain. Yeah. So how do we help you to retain what we teach you and to retain it once for all, to change you? Because to change is to decide that you will not do like before. So we realized that we introduced 27 years ago a health and wellness center in our living laboratory where the, the students, adults, adult man and woman, uh, will go and do health and wellness uh, 10, 15 minutes a day. After, after 30 days, they change. Yeah. They smile. 
So we research. Is it because the muscle is better conduction of exchange of fresh oxygen and fixated oxygen? No. Than fat? No. Is it because you stand better, you, you breathe better? No. We we found that there was a relation between the vagus vagal nerve yeah. and the cognitive intervention. When you breathe through the nose and you exhale through the mouth and you breathe in the deep part of your abdomen instead of the top of the lung, yeah. you make a pressure on the plexus. And the plexus push the vagal nerve. And your vagal nerve control all your glands, including your brain. And when you do that, if you do a cognitive process at the same time, the people understand change because they are more calm and they can they can breathe, they can reason. So it's based on relaxation, yeah. breathing, and learning. Yeah. And your this project was. I was going to ask you as well. You said men and women. You know, you said undiagnosed. How did you? How did you get these? When you say undiagnosed, how did you manage to get them to, to be diagnosed in a sense? How did you find out? Test. Because they have never been tested and they have never been told that they had ADHD. Yeah. Many people don't know they have ADHD. By the way, you are born with it and you get it from one of your parents at least or grandparents. Yeah. So many people don't know because for them, reacting in a chaotic way is their way of life. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. And actually, uh, so we, we have tests for that. And we have developed very, very good tests. And it tells us if you have ADHD, but sometimes it's comorbid with conduct disorder, or sometimes it's comorbid with also uh, uh, oppositional defiant disorder. Yeah. So we have tests that we have developed of artificial intelligence yeah. to know if you have one, two, three, or zero. We have tests to know if you proscratinate. There is seven types of proscratination. What type of proscratination in the way? Because if you proscratinate, you won't change. And what is your thinking style? Do you uh, when you think? Do are you a little bit, uh, a little bit or more uh, defiant? A little bit or more um, inattentive? Or a little bit of more impulsive? We know that. So that now we have a picture. And we make a test before you start any of our program. And six months later, or three months later, we compare and we see where you change. And with a method we have developed called Mindful Choice, you really change because you can have ADHD and decide not to do, not to let your impulse, your emotion to decide, but to have your mind to decide based on what do you want to achieve. And that's an attitude. So we teach people a positive attitude. Yeah. So what age what age were these what was the age range between these people that was the drivers that you in were in our in our center we were taking uh, we had people which were uh, 24 years old and people which were 60 years old male and female. Yeah. Uh they can be in the police they can be in ambulance they can be truck driver uh but uh, mostly male. Yes. I was going to ask you as well, because my, my brain then starts thinking, at what point did, you know when they're coming for the, when they're not, they're undiagnosed, but then you 
did you did you have to how, when you test them or because know? before before because before to enroll them we are we are asking them if they had any specific uh, yeah. uh, specific uh, uh, psychological uh, situation yeah. do they take medication and so on and no 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 but then we realized that they they were acting and reacting in a very emotional way that's where we started to make more tests right okay so yeah so in a sense then how 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 did you find that obviously if they're coming and they they're coming to you or they're coming to the center and and, and they want to become a driver or they're, they're doing the tests at some point you would you would have to would you say to them that they've got ADHD or and how would they react i mean uh, you know what is it what is it like for them to be told that they oh so we made... told them that we see that they have that their decision making is very much involved based on their emotion yes on on their impulse uh, do they have uh, do they see that in their family a father a mother uh, do they uh, have uh, a little bit of chaotic type of uh, organization yeah. and our tests tell us uh, everything so we know exactly what it is yeah and how was how was the project was it was it was it very success was it a success i mean you know you've you've it was a world success yes it was a world success and uh, very much so and i took it in private sector yes i co-owned the knowledge technology as well and I took it in the private sector. I made a partnership with a cognitive psychologist in Pittsburgh, Dr. Robert Lebovitz. Yeah. We became partners. And our goal was to develop a new type of intervention for 21st century. Because most of psychology have been invented, created in 19th century. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it has not changed much. No. Uh, it's still based on uh, repairing people but in modern society people are not born with a default the society the stress the uncertainty the financial stress the, the uncertitude all, all all those things including too many choice when you go shopping or all what you see on your television screen that makes the people to have some societal pressure and that societal pressure is something that people have problem to adjust because you know what you have never been exposed to it and the progress the technology and the society is moving quicker than you can even realize what is happening to you so we realize that a new type of intervention needed to be done and that's where we develop mindful choice on 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 our system so we have some system also now we don't need to see a person online they can learn by themselves on an computer interactive system in four months they can learn to make much better decision we have books then we realize that people don't remember very well what you tell them many clients tell me you know when i'm out of your office i feel good when i'm in your office but you tell me things unbelievable but Two hours later, I, even when you give me the video of the meeting, I don't remember, I cannot feel what makes me feel good. So we realize that words are not good. So we develop the method as a set of icons. For example, this one, your past does not, does not 
détermine your future. Okay, yeah. If you choose to change. And uh, the system is binary. It's an expert system. It's uh, yes or no. You are outside or you are inside. And uh, it's sequential because it goes with time. But it's based on developing an attitude to achieve the desired outcome. Yeah. So it's based on the solution. It's positive psychology instead of any other type. Yeah. How's your... Um, you said it was a success. How's your... Your findings and and the, the the project and and what you what you're still doing now and all those things that you found, how has that 27, been? Yeah, how's it been? Twenty seven years. Yeah, how's it been? How was it welcomed by the, you know, how was it welcomed by the the, the community? Uh, of, 20, 27 years. Twenty seven later. Years. Yeah. I am I am after those discoveries, I am still uh, uh, deploying what we know improving the method, improving the system, training people all over the world. And uh, we decided uh, how, how do we become more known? Because uh, I tell you I did great things, but so far you never heard about it. Uh, I'm not famous. Uh, I did not kill anybody. I did not rob a bank yeah. to become famously infamous Infamous. on CNN or Fox. Yeah. Uh, so how do, how, how, how do we get it all over the world? So we came up with the idea. Well, we create a society of people who think like us all over the world. And we propose them to become a, a facilitator to tell us what, what are the, the good things happening in their country, what are the main problems in their country. And then from experts from all over the world in many different disciplines. Uh, we help what happened in Kuala Lumpur to happen in Cuba, what happened in Cuba to, to get uh, happen in Africa. For example, in Africa, we are helping teaching poor kids uh, to carry water on their head without damaging their vertebra. How is it psychology? Because they don't know. So they need to think how to carry. So we teach them to carry better. Yeah. Uh, we have different projects. We have world conference. We are organizing one in Tel Aviv in this in uh, January 2021. We organize one in Cuba in two, uh, December 2021. Uh, we have a scientific journal, the journal, uh, the journal of the mental coma, uh, societal on global wellness. And we promote the concept of mental wellness, rather, which is a concept of prevention. And because you achieve more by prevention yeah. than you achieve by remediation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um... and uh, and prevention is more a citizen, uh, something citizen and people understand, because the system based on remediation is very much controlled by very powerful pharmaceutical uh, and other type of uh, organization. Because they keep you the way you are. They improve you, but they maintain you. We change you. Uh, So that's very different system. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say to you as well before, when you spoke about, because you you reeled off a a few things there, which kind of, in the sun, in, in, I've been asking on the podcast. I've asked for the last maybe two or three episodes, and I kind of questioned it myself. 
even though I kind of know the answers, why is it that we are, we are, we, some people would say we are the most advanced, I don't know if we are the most advanced, because um, I know from judging by years gone by, and I've seen things, you know, that we're not the, I can't say that we're the most advanced, but people would say in the modern era, we're the most advanced in, in terms of technology and all these sort of things. Now, why is it that we're most advanced, but yet we're still, people are still struggling? You kind of answered it then, society, problems, money, you know, what... what... You, you, you realise that you are asking a, a complex question. Yeah. And it entails many elements, economic, geographic, socio-economic, finance, health, technology, we make a lot of technological program, progress because we have now computer. And with computer and, and people who are in, in computer, they can access information all over the world and we can do more things thanks to computer. So that's sure that we are in innovation and technology. Yeah. Sure. That's sure. Number two, the nature of human is to, to have more, to more quicker, better. Uh, so we always like to improve. But the technology on the industry have more ad, have been more advanced than what concerns the human being. We still have cancer. We still have, uh, we had COVID. <laughs> uh, we still don't know really much about the mind and the brain, Alzheimer, how people erase their memory and don't recognize their children. Uh, all those things not very well known, known because there is not enough money for research in that field. Mm. But there is people who make good results. And now we have what you call neuroscience, which is a field which growing. Nanoscience, the little, little things, tiny, tiny, we can measure. And that is why you have, we have results. Because when you combine nanoscience and neuroscience, uh, you get a lot of change. Yeah. And our method is based on neuroscience. Neuroscience is the future that we need to preserve the humanity. Yeah. I know, you're short, I know we're short of time at the moment, but um, there's a couple of questions as well. You know, AI, um, how have you found that over the years? Is that, is that something that's helped you in your question? Or is it, is it something that, you, I mean, you spoke about it earlier. Has it something that's helped you in terms of looking at the way we function and our brain and everything like that? I worked at Carnegie Mellon on the team to develop a, a car going from New York to Los Angeles with that driver. Mm. And we had to train the car to emulate a human. And when I did that, I realized that the computer have a lot of advantage on human. It does not hesitate. It does not have any emotion. Mm. And it can make 10,000 operations at the same time. By the way, a computer is not as good as a brain, mm. which made millions of operations at the time. But in terms of thinking, uh, humans are different. So we develop in IE a lot of system to adapt, adaptive system, adaptive system to test people to do things. Because IE, artificial intelligence, is helping us to build intelligent robots. Mm. So we automate with intelligence. But, but it's not yet 
at the level of human. And I, I, I am one of the people who said that all those automats have to be at the service of human. And you don't want to make the human at the service of the automat. Yeah. For example, an automat you have in your pocket, your, your cell phone. Your cell phone controls your life. Uh, it tells you what to do, when to do. Uh, not doing what you want, only when you want. Yeah. And you become very subserv- subservient to your smartphone. So, so that's something in the society we need to learn more and to, to be careful. Like people take drugs, uh, and it's bad. Uh, so you have, there is, there is uh, some problems if you only put technology and you don't put humanity first. One more question before we kind of, I know it's, it's time now, but in terms of, I mean, we can, I mean, we could talk about this all day, I mean, because I think I, I'd like to talk to you again, because I'm very interested in all these things. In terms of science, you've spoke about two things there, you spoke about, not two things, more than two things, but in terms of the whole concept of, of the mind and body and what we're talking about with mental health and all this, science and nature. Now, some people go science, some people go nature, are we are we now looking at we should be looking at both or together or or are they the same thing? We we don't know totally well no uh, you for example if you take the behavior of somebody the way they act the way they think which part is made by nature your human nature and which part is made by nurture mm. what you learn nurture nurture versus nature yeah but it's a, it's an old thinking because the man make evaluate his surrounding and the surrounding help human to adapt. But it's, so this is what you call a holistic with an H yeah. concept. But it's also wrong because the right concept is not holistic with an H, but holistic with a W. Because it's not just me on the outside, on the outside of me in relation to me. That is holistic. Holistic is also me and myself, intrapersonal relation. And this is a dimension where people are not too much knowledgeable yeah. that we need to develop and teach more. Yeah, fantastic. And you, you seem to be doing. Um, you seem to, seem to be doing what you wanted to do. As a young, as a young person, you said you wanted to change the world and, um, and make changes in the world, and it seems I do it. I do it, but not enough. But I do it because I have other people thinking like me. We are now in the Mental Wellness Society, 100 members yeah. more or less, in close to 50 countries, wow. close to 40 states in the United States, on wow. seven continents. Uh, in seven continents, and we have experts in many different fields, all working together to improve uh, mental wellness and wellness in general in the world. Fantastic. So there is a lot of things you can do when you found great minds. So you have a lot of people who have knowledge, you have a lot of great minds, and we put those people together and we come up with interesting projects and interesting solutions. 
fantastic. And because this... because our, our motivation is not to do every day what we did uh, five years ago. Yeah. Our motivation is to change the world and fa- learn from each other what can be good for the future. For example, in Israel, we have uh, we are working with some uh, friends for children at risk. Children which, if you don't help them, they will end up in the street. They, they fight, they are aggressive, they are irreverent, they are impolite, anything. Well, we have found with a cognitive intervention and neurofeedback, we send some frequency at some specific part of the brain. They become very happy and they become, they change very quick and they become good students. Yeah. They could not read before and they read very well. So this is the type of things we are interested in. Not to do what we, what we did before, but to develop tools for what we don't know to do today. Yeah, fantastic. And t- um, just t- um, tell everybody again, what's the name of your company and, and where can you be found? Well, www.mind, M-I-N-D, focused, F-O-U, F-O-C-U, focus, F-O-C-U-S-E-D, uh, dot mind focus coaching, uh, uh, dot com. Yeah. But the best way to find us is mentalwellnesssociety.com www.mentalwellness2l2ssociety.com yeah. and uh, you will find us you will find me and you can contact me you can email me uh, any uh, any question will be answered and anybody interested to join our efforts on our group uh, will be invited uh, to to be part of uh, our group fantastic and it's been it's been fascinating listening to you it's been brilliant actually because you know i didn't know you was going to be you know really we we're going to be going really in depth with this but i think it's, it's been brilliant i think we can go even further in depth i'd like to in- invite you back on again it'd be nice to have you back on again to talk about thank you but, yeah so thank you thank you and um bless you for you, you and your family speak to you soon thank you so much thank you so much be well that's only only good things to you <laughs> bye-bye that was men you will send me You'll send me your copy of the podcast? Yeah, will do. That was okay, Men Are Nots. Speak to you soon.